In this episode, from military quarantine in Kyrgyzstan to self-isolating in the master bedroom, the travel ad offering us hope, and there's more than one way to use a snorkeling mask. Welcome to the new daily War Nomads podcast. We'll be keeping you up to date with travel alerts, information about coronavirus, and sharing some uplifting news and views to inspire you and keep you smiling. Hi, it's Kim and Phil with our daily COVID-19 episode, keeping you up to date with experiences from travellers, the latest headlines, and in this episode, Phil, new beginnings and innovative ideas. Yes, innovative. Uh, Italian engineers have repurposed the Easy Breathe snorkeling mask as a CPAP or ventilation mask. Obviously, the you know the ventilation masks are in very short supply because uh, everybody needs one when they get admitted to hospital. You know which one I'm talking about? The snorkeling mask. It's like the full face snorkeling mask. Yeah, have you see, seen those? I have. I'm a snorkeler, so when I when I've seen people with those, I've thought, how do you? This sounds odd. How do you breathe? Because they're full. It's like a full face thing. But obviously, they've got the snorkel. Have you used one of those? I haven't wanted to use one of those snorkels. No, because um, I'm I'm okay with the old school, so I don't mind that at all. And they're certainly not needed for snorkeling any reefs at the moment. So a big thumbs yeah. up to those Italian engineers. What else you got? Uh, look, the ideas for virtual tours keep on coming. The latest is the Northern Lights in Lapland and the Pyramids of Giza in Egypt links in show notes still to come the ad campaign that may just bring a tear to your eye but first this episode's travel story belongs to Stephen. he was in military quarantine in kyrgyzstan after returning home from what was supposed to be his wedding in istanbul so let's hear all about it uh so i'm based in bishkek kyrgyzstan off and on throughout the year when i'm not doing projects abroad working abroad Uh, And I left here on February 28th and managed to fly back finally on the 19th of March at like 2.40 in the morning. Uh, I had left to go to ITB Berlin and in fact had already taken off by the time that they canceled it. So I was in Istanbul on a layover when they canceled finally the conference. Uh, So anyway, I continued from there to Germany. And then by the time that I was trying to come back to Kyrgyzstan, this whole thing had just exploded. Uh, And so Germany was on the list in Kyrgyzstan for anyone arriving from Germany, Italy, South Korea, China, a number of countries, uh, was mandated to go to a 14-day quarantine. So it wasn't quite 14 days for me at the actual quarantine facility. After day, on the evening of day six, they finally let most of us go home for self-quarantine if we were asymptomatic. But I spent six days living on the site of a former U.S. military base that was once used as the transit center for soldiers going to Afghanistan. Uh, And then when the U.S. left in 2014, they handed the base over to the Kyrgyz National Guard. And so because it was just across the street from the, the major international airport, the government set that up as the primary quarantine facility for potential COVID patients. Well, I've spoken to a lot of travellers that are holed up in Airbnbs, hotels, but <laughs> nothing quite like that. Was it depressing? Uh, yeah, look, I mean, even the, the surprisingly facilities and treatment were fine. You know, it was just depressing in the sense that the whole reason I flew back was to be back with my family here. Uh, and then I made it to like just outside the airport and got diverted into this quarantine facility. So it it certainly wasn't a good time and it's something I would go out of my way to avoid again. But uh, it also was was that one step closer to getting home and getting to my family. I bet. And look, for those that may not know, that uh, conference in Berlin is like the conference on the travel calendar. So I'm guessing you probably know quite a few people that were in a similar situation to you, finding themselves stranded. 
Yeah, well, so a lot of the travel bloggers that I know ended up going anyway and doing sort of just uh, side talks and meeting with each other and hanging out. And so for a lot of people, I think they still managed to get some use out of it. But I was coming at it from a travel writer perspective and was doing a little bit of work for a DMO. Uh, And so there was just really no reason for me to be there in the first place. But I, I was just so sort of thrown when they canceled it and I was already on the way that I said, well, I've got this flight tomorrow morning anyway. I guess I'll still take it and get there and then sort myself out after that. Now, you've mentioned your family a few times. Um, not only have you had this experience, but you've also had to cancel your wedding. A lot of people have, but you were supposed to have your wedding in Istanbul. Tell me what it was going to be like. Yeah, so uh, March 21st in Kyrgyzstan, in, in Central Asian society, broadly, really, uh, is a big holiday called Noruz. And so it's like the sort of traditional Zoroastrian New Year is the basis of it. So we had scheduled it for that day, you know, thinking, look, this is already a big celebration. We want to pull all of our family together and have this, this big additional thing to celebrate for the rest of our lives. So it was going to be a Bosphorus cruise on a nice little yacht with about 50 of our family and closest friends. Uh, basically just selling in between Europe and Asia for five or six hours, you know, to to tie the knot and do some dancing. We had some uh, Kyrgyz cultural performances planned from some students that live in Turkey, and it really seemed like it was going to be a a nice event. Uh, But then, obviously, like all of our family were flying in from abroad. The vast majority of our friends were flying from other countries to Turkey. And so the closer we got, it just seemed really irresponsible to ask people to fly to Turkey and hope that they could get back home afterwards, you know? So a wise decision, but how How's your girlfriend feeling, you know? Well, so luckily, legally, she is actually my wife already. We finished all the paperwork in Kyrgyzstan before I left for ITB. So we are, of course, very disappointed. I I think a lot of our friends and family really are too. They had really been looking forward to it. We spent a lot of time talking about it and planning it. But most importantly, we are married. Uh, And in fact, that's the only reason I was even able to come home because Kyrgyzstan had banned foreigners from entry. But for like a three-day window, there was the possibility of the family of Kyrgyz citizens entering, including spouses. Uh, so had we not just taken care of the paperwork beforehand, I wouldn't have even been able, been like possible to fly back to the country. Newlyweds in isolation. How are you spending your time? And that is not a leading question. No, in fact, I'm in the master bedroom. Uh, and the only time that I see them is when I open the door for when they bring food uh, three times a day. So I've got six more days, or I guess five more days now, of home quarantine where the doctor calls and checks up uh, on my temperature once or twice a day. And then after that, finally, we'll be able to actually spend time together. So you haven't shown any symptoms of the virus? No, so far, nothing. Uh, no cough, no fever, no anything really. So it, it seems like I've gotten very lucky in between the flights to get back here and the quarantine with other sick people and haven't picked anything up. In your bedroom for two weeks. Explain to me how you're feeling about that. It has to be done to protect your family just in case you have picked up the virus. But, you know, most people's master bedrooms aren't that huge. (laughs) Uh, Well, it's bigger than the room that I had at the quarantine. So it's certainly a positive even from that regard. To be honest now, it's, it's mostly relief, you know, and happiness to be with the people that I care about, even if I'm not able to interact directly with them. Uh, for a long time, it was, it was just this sort of like confused days, you know, as we were canceling the wedding and as Istanbul was like slowly starting to take things more seriously. Uh, it just was walking around in this air of, of sort of being lost. 
and then added to that, of course, some stress when I, when I finally did fly back to Kyrgyzstan and, and was in there with people that may have been sick and nobody knew. And, you know. So what's planned for when you come out of the bedroom? Is it some sort of dinner with the family? Yeah, uh, we've got a bunch of champagne that we were planning to take to the wedding. Uh, they make champagne in Kyrgyzstan. And so I think the immediate plan the day that I get out is a nice brunch with a couple of mimosas. Uh, with the family all together. And then after that, we'll still be at the apartment for a while because Bishkek, the capital city of Kyrgyzstan, is on lockdown until April 15th, I believe. Now, will you follow through with the the planned celebration or will you just consider that this is the way the wedding went? <sighs> Listen, to be honest, it's too early even to say. Um, we, we have very briefly talked about it, but so much of the focus for the past few weeks was just me trying to get home and trying to find ways to do that. And so until we can really sit down face to face and talk about many things, including that, I think there's just no way to say for sure. Well, one thing is for sure, things will get back to normal. In tomorrow's episode, we hear from a nomad forced to go back home and live with her parents until things do. Uh, so to remind you of what we have ahead of us, listen to this ad from South African Tourism Board and... I'm sure it's going to bring a tear to your eye. See you tomorrow. Bye. This is not business as usual. No regular day of the week. There'll be no fighting the snooze button and getting ready for work. This will be something else. A country closed for travel. And so closed for business. But just you wait until we can travel again. Boy, are we going to travel. Long breaks and short getaways to B&Bs, lodges and hotels, girls' trips and getaways na Majid. Hello, we'll be reintroducing ourselves to South Africa again. To her beautiful people and places. We'll be travelling to go see my lady Akai. Stopping here and there along the way. We'll be exploring like never before because we'll know what it's like not to be able to. There's no way we won't go. Imagine what's happening visiting a farm called Helixpan. Korean deep benakan kasi, bachesanyama koso. We'll do it all. We'll invest in our country right from our own pockets, making bookings here and reservations there and getting people back to work again. But for now, as plomagangan, stay home, stay safe, knowing that's a jiga manje, that it'll be South Africa again soon.